Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters. Two pastors. One podcast. Here's what we're talking about today. You cut that out. <laughs> good morning. Hi, good morning. I can still cut that. We are literally on take four. Take four. Because for some reason, we just keep having these funny problems. So... We've tried to introduce this podcast already three times and it has yep. not worked, but here we are. Yeah, here we are. So hopefully the fourth time will be the charm. Charm. So we got a nice little message from our girls this morning. They're oh. in Rome. I know. It's beautiful. Yeah, they showed us pictures of the Colosseum, uh-huh. the uh, St. Peter's Basilica. Saint Peter's, yep. the... And then under vineyard someplace. Some yeah, they, oh, of vineyard. course, they're taking pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the P one? Are they at the Parth? Uh, the Pantheon. The Pantheon. Yeah, but they haven't shown us pictures of that. Oh, they yet, haven't. But they, they, they said they, they went did there. They said it was beautiful. Okay. And then they also visited well the Vatican, St. Peter's, and uh, Trevi Fountain. Mm. So they have, they're having a great trip, and you know they they look uh, they look like they're having so much fun. They look like they're really happy yeah, to be together. Yeah, they're so happy so. to travel together, and yeah. they get a week together. About they're gonna let's see. They started in um, Nice, where Ellie was studying. And then they took a long train to, excuse me, <clears throat> a long train to Rome, Rome mm-hmm. staying there a few days, and then they will train it back to where Sophie's staying in Mainz. Mm-hmm. I think they'll see Frankfurt too, and then do Mainz, and then uh, Sophie will get her off to the airport on Thursday. Yeah, yeah flying out of Frankfurt, and then uh, Ellie will arrive here Friday, and then mm, on Thursday night. Thursday night, like and at ten then o'clock. The weekend yeah. we head up to Wisconsin. Yes. So yes, so that's a good thing to say. We will not be here next week. Right. Um, or uh, maybe the week after, though. We will be here the week after. Okay. We'll, we'll be coming back Sunday evening. So if, yeah. if things don't go well, then maybe we won't. But we will take a break. And my class is also taking a break, so we won't get behind or anything in the Psalms. Good. Um, but today we are discussing Psalm 16. Psalm 16, a very, very famous psalm, uh, one that is quoted multiple times, two times in the, um, uh, in, the, in the New Testament. So a very famous psalm, very beautiful psalm, very important. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So it's good. And we aren't memorizing the entire thing. Well, you can if you want to. You could if you want yes. to. This week, was a, you know we memorized all of Psalm 8, which my class did very well on. Um, and then I said we'd take a little, a little easy week. So this week we are just doing, or they're memorizing Psalm 16, verse 11. And it just says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Mm-hmm. We will get there. We should have read the whole psalm first. But anyways, that's what was going on this week. So do you want to read the psalm? Sure, the whole thing? Yeah. Okay, so this is uh, Psalm 16 in the NIV, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, it is. Psalm 16. Uh, Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you I have no good thing. I say of the holy people who were in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. But those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places, and surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Okay. Yeah. It's a nice one. It's beautiful. Yes, it's kind of a psalm of... um... 
comfort, maybe security mm -hmm. in the security Lord. Is probably a good word, yeah. Um, it's the benefits of a life maybe committed to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, the way I would see it is it. I, I think those, those are good um, summaries of it. Mm -hmm. right? uh, and so I always like to look at the psalm first, you know, going back to our seminary training. So you look at the form. So what does the psalm look like? You know? Okay. Uh, and what I see is it's uh, 11 verses, um, and there's kind of five couplets, uh, four to five couplets. Well, I guess I had one. Yeah, five. Oh, wow. Uh, five sections. Okay. And so uh, verses one and two go together. That's about um, the presence of God. You know, keep me safe, my God, for mm -hmm. in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from me, I have no good thing. So that's about uh, finding refuge or comfort in God's presence because he's with us. He's and with so us. we can turn to him uh, for help. And, um, you know, some of the Psalms actually give us a little setting, like maybe David is hiding from Saul or whatever. This one does not, but we do know that, you know, David had a lot of instances in his life where he needed the Lord to yeah, give him refuge. God. He was hounded all the time. Right. And so here's another one, whatever instance it might be that prompted him to write this. Mm -hmm. Here's another instance where he begins by saying, preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. Mm -hmm. you know, so he's turning to the Lord for help, for guidance, for comfort. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, he talks about... Um, Saints and sinners is kind of how I've summarized it to myself. Oh, yeah, I like Verses that. three mm -hmm. and four, three saints and, four. and sinners, mm -hmm. right? So he says in verse three, I say of the holy people, or the word there is saints, I say of the holy people in the land, probably the land of Israel, mm -hmm. they are the noble ones in whom is my delight. But those who run after other gods will suffer more and more, and I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take their names upon my lips. Right. So verse three, it's kind of like the company you keep. You okay. Know? So first he's you know turning to God for help, and then in verse three he says, uh, you know, I'd keep good company. The, the, the people who walk with you are the people I mm -hmm. walk with too. But those who run after other gods, well, I, I, I don't keep good company with them. And there's this wonderful um, line I have. No, again, mine's in the ESV because I'm kind of an ESV snob, yep, yep. as you know. Right? We know. Um, the Psalms really do bring out the distinctions, I think, more, no, than, I think more than other. Yeah, because it's poetry. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. um, so the sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply. Mm. And what I like about that is this image of that when we turn away from the Lord, you know, the first step may be in all turning away from, from God is sin, of course. But mm -hmm. the first step may be, you know, it's not so bad. And then you take a second step and a third step. And next thing you know, you know, you're 100 steps, 200 steps away from the Lord. And the further you get away from him, the more the sorrows multiply. So I, I kind of like that image. Okay, well, another nice thing about yours saying multiplies is mm -hmm. actually closest to the to the original, I believe, because the idea is supposed to elicit or... Uh, bring you back to the garden where God says to Eve that <clears throat> he will multiply her pain in childbirth. Oh, wow. Yeah, mine says we'll suffer more and more, but I do know that that, that the um, the word is the same one oh, used in uh, yeah. the creation story. I did not know that. Yeah. And I was thinking we had a Bible study last night, you know, here in our mm -hmm. neighborhood. We had a Bible study last night, and one of the gentlemen uh, is a DEA agent, and so he was talking about how, you know, the people that he deals with and his, his, in his line of work uh, what happens is, you know, they, they, they don't turn into these horrible people overnight. It's no. little by little. He right. called it, and his phrase was a cascade of bad choices. Right. Uh, and that's what really struck me as I was thinking about that image. You know, those who run after other gods shall have their trouble multiplied. Multiply more There's and more. There's this cascading mm -hmm. effect of one bad choice upon another. Right. And we talked about this last summer when we, because we memorized Psalm 1. And Psalm 1 has that idea of, you know, first you're not uh, walking with the wicked and then you're not standing with the sinners and then you're not sitting with the scoffers mm -hmm. and again it's a progression kind yeah. of thing yeah 
Yeah, because by the time you're sitting with them, you're really you know, you're up close deep, and personal, deep right. conversation, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I mean, I think it's clear that if we follow God, if we follow Jesus, I mean, it's not necessarily easy. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, the holy, I, I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the, peop, the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Of course, the Israelites had some problems, too, but David still can delight in them because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're attempting to walk. Um, and it's certainly easier to walk with him than not so life doesn't doesn't mean life will be perfect but kind of like you know peter says well lord like to whom shall we go i mean what's the alternative right right you have the words of eternal life Mm -hmm. and speaking of which and then five and six these are my this is my favorite passage in the psalm okay uh verses five and six this is about the lord is my portion and cup you know lord you alone are my portion and my cup you make my lot secure the boundary lines have fallen for Mm. me in pleasant places Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Yes, they're beautiful. I just love that. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's something that I often will pray uh, for you and the kids, as a oh. matter of fact. Uh, in my morning prayer time, I kind of have a little schedule that I pray for. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the other side of the, the crest of the hill coming down <laughs> for the front of Esperanza. Oh, on your I'm, walk. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's when I'm praying for you and the kids. And okay. I will often refer to these, uh, these verses. That the Lord is my portion and my cup. Mm. You know, God has blessed me. He chose me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I didn't have faith, and now I do. My life has changed, mm-hmm. you know, so I have eternal life with Him. Uh, the lines have fallen for mm. me in pleasant places, and I think about you know how God has blessed us throughout our marriage, mm-hmm. uh, how He's been good to us, how He's given us a great life. Mm-hmm. He's brought us here to Bernie, Texas, you know? <laughs> which you told the entire world yesterday that I didn't want to yes. come to, but but I had okay. your permission first. Though. You did, did. and uh, everyone knows I love it here. Mm-hmm. So, but I didn't want to come here. You're right. At right. first, I'm glad you did. Yeah. And then, indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. And I now I, I love that particular phrase. Uh, because, of course, I know that he's talking about inheritance, something that he has inherited from the ancestors. Mm-hmm. But in my own prayer time, I like to switch it around and say, you've given me a beautiful heritage or a legacy. Okay. That you know, oh, okay. God has blessed us with, uh, with six children. Yeah. You know? And so the Lord has given us, uh, the, the boundary lines have fallen for us in pleasant places. You know, mm-hmm. He's blessed me with a beautiful wife. He's blessed me with great children. Thank you. And I give God thanks for mm-hmm. the life he's given me. Yeah. You know, God, you've given me a great legacy, a great heritage. Amen. Uh, and, you know, David saying this, um, he was the youngest. So, really, he didn't have much of a, of a physical inheritance, no, you know, a material right. inheritance. His portion truly was God. Yeah. You know. That's a great point. I never thought about that. Yeah, as the youngest of seven, there wasn't much left. There wasn't going to be anything. Yeah, probably. He was, Mm-hmm. It was low on the hog. God high was on the hog. enough. Yes. yes. So I love that line. Yeah, I love verses five nice. and six because it's just um, it's part of my own prayer time. Mm-hmm. So I love that. And you get that image of, you know, the portion and the cup overflowing and mm-hmm. Psalm 23 comes in and it's, it is nice. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one? So then the next couplet would be verses seven and eight. Mm-hmm. I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart instructs me. Um, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. A couple interesting things about this. One is, uh, we spoke about this a little earlier, um, that the Hebrew conception of uh, mind and body is different from the Western conception. Yep. So we say my heart. Mm-hmm. The Hebrew is actually my kidneys. Yes, my yeah. my innards. Isn't that interesting? So my, yes. my kidneys rejoice in you. Like I would never, <laughs> ever think to say that to God, you know? Yes. Well, it's kind of, I think we've talked about before, it's that idea of guts, you yeah, know, my, my, in, yeah, right. my inmost, yeah. I just think that's that's kind of humorous. Yes. My kidneys rejoice. Yes, in you. heart is much better. My heart is is a hundred times better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I, I love this image too. You know, uh, I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night. My heart instructs uh-huh. me. 
Um, I have often found that in, in times of stress, you know, if, if I can go to bed at night by giving thanks to God for three things that have happened that day, yep. um, I sleep so, so, so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's something I would I'd encourage as a practical application mm-hmm. that, you know, when you're going to bed at night, uh, give God thanks for two or three things. Mm-hmm. Um, go to bed with prayer and I guarantee you that you'll sleep much better rather than lie there restlessly flopping and flipping right oftentimes if i can't sleep then i'll work on whatever i'm trying to memorize at the time so mm-hmm. that's another good or the lord's prayer or just something you have it helps you it helps put you to sleep as well um but i like this because it's kind of a decision i keep my eyes on the lord you know mm-hmm. he's choosing to what he's yeah, focusing on um with him at my right hand i will not be shaken and you know this we have to your sermon was a little bit about this yesterday, I think, just kind of, well, I don't know how it applies, but you know, the, the lesson was about following Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what was it again? Foxes have... Yeah, foxes have the, whole, yeah, birds of the air have nests, but the Son, Son of Man, Man has, has nowhere to lay his head. And yet, come and follow me, right? Yeah. And we don't know where we're going, but if we just keep our eyes on the Lord, um, that is what's important. Mm-hmm. And then there's a nice kind of couplet and a quartet here. Okay. Wow. So because verse eight ends with this image with with him at my right hand, mm-hmm. I will not be shaken, which is then picked up at the very last verse, uh, eternal pleasures at your right your hand. Right. So, so it's my right a, hand and your right hand. So it's kind of a quartet there. Uh-huh. Uh, but then the, so far we've been looking at couplets, two verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then this last one is really sort of a, a triplet, verses okay. nine, ten, eleven, uh, and this, this is the most famous passage, right? Yes. Therefore, my heart is glad, my tongue rejoices, my body also shall rest secure, because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful one see decay. But you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And that's the most famous passage, because it is a passage that is quoted two other times in the uh, the New Testament. Uh... Pentecost. As yeah, Pentecost. Where else was it quoted? So, so Peter quotes it on Pentecost, okay. right? The first Christian sermon. Holy okay. Spirit comes down. Peter stands up, preaches to three thousand people. Yeah. And then he references this uh, as part of his um, defense. You know, Jesus rose from the dead, and we shouldn't be surprised because God promised through the prophet David, and then he he quotes this. He quotes okay. Psalm sixteen, uh, and then later Paul does the same thing on one of his missionary journeys in the town of Pisidia. He's in a synagogue. Hmm. Uh, they ask him to preach, and so he preaches about Jesus uh, crucified and risen from the dead, hmm. and then he also refers to this passage as well. Hmm. So two places Didn't it's referred that. to as uh, as a prophecy, prophecy fulfilled, mm-hmm. that God would not let his holy one see corruption, but that God would raise him from the dead. Okay, so then does this refer just to, I mean, because obviously we do see decay we do and we do Mm -hmm. enter the realm of the dead Mm -hmm. at one point we do so would we is this about jesus or is this to be taken spiritually and not physically or what do you think well i would say both as we follow the lead of the new testament here Mm -hmm. so i'd I'd say that uh if it refers uh, both to jesus and to us okay and i would even say uh more to the point it refers to jesus as the firstborn of the dead now that's how paul Mm -hmm. refers to him that he's the firstborn of the dead the first fruits Fruits. Mm -hmm. of a new creation okay uh, that God did not let his Holy One see corruption. So Jesus died, but then his body did not decay. His body came back to life. Okay. Uh, and as it was with Jesus, so it shall be with us, that though we do see decay, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, mm-hmm. we do see decay. But that's not the end of the story. God raised his son Jesus from the dead, and he will raise us from the dead too. And so, he okay. will, he will, uh, so that we too can say that you've made known to me the paths of life, 
Uh, we will find joy in your presence okay. at your right hand forevermore. Yes, okay. I'd say it's both. Yeah, very nice. And, you know, it's um, even though in this life we will experience physical decay, um, you know, the in Second Corinthians there it says that, that VBS song, what is it? We do not lose heart for mm -hmm. inwardly, for outwardly, outwardly we are wasting, wasting away, away, but, but inwardly you are renewing us day mm -hmm. by day. Day by day. Yes, so, and that's the beauty of of the Lord and studying the word is that he does renew you day by day, mm -hmm. day by day. Uh, but this idea, we should finish with the idea of your right hand. That's yeah. a big uh, category kind of in yeah. scripture. What, what does it mean? Yeah, so God's the, right hand. So the right hand is, um, the right hand is the place of position, of power, of mm -hmm. authority, of mm -hmm. privilege. Uh, so you can imagine a king seated upon the throne. Uh, at his right hand would be his queen, or at his right hand would be his, his prince. Okay. The right hand would be the person that he refers to. So we still have this in our own language, our right hand man, mm -hmm. you know, a person that right we rely man. upon. Mm -hmm. And that's contrasted to the, to the left hand, uh, which in Latin is, is the sinister. Literally, sinister means left-handed. Oh. Uh, and so the left hand is the sinister hand. Uh, this, uh, the parable of the sheep and goats, remember? Mm -hmm. uh, that you know, he says to those in his right hand, Come you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom. But he says to the goats on his left, depart from me. Okay. Uh, and so the right hand is the place of, uh, of love, of security, of power, of privilege. And that's where Jesus is seated yeah. at the right hand of God. Perfect. And not only that, not only is Jesus seated there, but because Jesus says, um, I will come and take you to myself that where I am, you, you may be, be also. also. We know that our destiny is to be there with him too. Uh, mm. as, as he says here, with eternal pleasures at your right hand, where mm. your son is there, we shall be as well. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. So that is the verse that we're memorizing this week. One simple verse. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And that idea of joy in your presence, we pray that at baptism, don't we? We do. Yeah, we feel it. And that comes from uh, the prophet Isaiah. Mm. The spirit of uh, under wisdom, wisdom and understanding, understanding counsel, counsel and might, might, knowledge and fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy, joy in, your presence. in your presence. Yeah, we pray that the baby will grow up to experience the joy of God's presence. Exactly. Yeah. So a great psalm to end on. Yeah. And uh, then next week we will be so next up week, in Wisconsin for Independence Day. Yes. So we will be gone, but we're going to do, if you want to get ahead, we are going to do 126 and we are going to memorize the Ooh, whole thing. That's it's such a good, a good one. one. Yeah. So, but it's not very long, that's but just so you one. know, if you want to get ahead, 126, it's about the Lord bringing back the captives from Zion. Yes. And a little, uh, a little hint. And so I, I would encourage you as you drive around uh, Texas here and it's, you know, we've been in this four or five week drought or whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, to look at the look at the dry creek beds. And that's what it refers to, the water courses of the Negev. The water the courses. The springs of the Negev is what the NIV yeah. says. Well, but there's no water in ours. And that's the point. Okay. That we, we store our fortunes, <laughs> oh, okay. like the water courses of the Negev. I see. Uh, because currently, you can see that there used to be water flowing there. Right. There's nothing there now. Okay. But there used to be. And you know that it will be there again. And okay. So that's kind of what the psalm is about, this dry yes. season. Got it. Where you can know, you can know, you know, God has been good and you pray that he will be good again, but you're in this dry yes. season. God has done great things for them. God has done great things for us, it says, and That's we a will. Great, for, oh, great song. I know. Love okay. Um, but before we go, we do have to do one little, apparently we told a little fib last uh -oh, time. What did we yes, do? you did. <laughs> Our daughter, Elizabeth, was not pleased to be told that she teared up 
You know, oh, she's so hilarious. strong. They listen, they listened to the podcast and she said, dad said I cried at my blessing. And I said, no, he did not say you cried. He said, you both teared up. And she said, I did not tear up. I was walking around a public place and you know, I would have never done that. So she did not, she does not want to be known as tearing up, but oh, I bet she did. I have been she's corrected. She's sweet. Yes. But the other one I'm sure did. But yes, she said, tell dad. Oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> so anyways. Good for you, Ellie. Um, We will be back with you after vacation. That's right.